is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, I'm Bran and I love signed, sealed, delivered. I'm yours. I'm Casey from Hallmark East Podcast, Deliver Me a Podcast, and I love Sign Still Delivered. I'm Dan, and I despise Sign Still Delivered, and this is the Deck, Deck the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, sir. We made it to the end of the week. We did it. Pandal- a pandalous week. A pandalous week. But you it's know what? typically not a week I want to try to live through. But you know what's wild is, is that early on in this week, we thought it was going to be, we weren't going to make it. We were like, how do we go a week without our friend Panda? And then there was a little bit of light at the end of that tunnel. And you know what that light was? Is all of a sudden we got Casey yep. from Deliver Me a Podcast. So she's talked to all of these people. Just She's seen all the episodes. You, you could call her a postable extraordinaire. And when she, we had lawyers get involved and... Finally, when she agreed to come on our show, it was like, man, I, you got to feel like it's a good week at that I point, feel right? Like, I feel like it's a great week. Casey, thank you so much for, um, as we say in some sport, pitch hitting. Uh, it's for, not pitch hitting. It's pin, pinch hitting. I'm sorry, what? Pinch. Like, pinch me. The heck does that mean? Why? It's pinch not pitch. You, you, you got to come up and hit in a pinch. It's not pitch hit. Why would it be pitch hitting? Because it's like I'm it's because it's like a pitch. No, you pin, it's a in a pitch. I'm pitching in. That's what I'm pitching in from a friend. No, 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 no. You're you're hitting a pitch. You're not pitch hitting. I've and, never heard this term before, so I can't help either <laughs> of you at this moment. Um, thank you so much for filling in for our friend Panda. <laughs> Tell uh, how do, I don't actually know how like how did you get into Sign Seal Delivered? Uh, how like became a mega fan and whatnot? Okay, so what had happened was I was invested in this other Hallmark show. I'm not sure if you heard of it, but basically what happened is some guy died and oh. I was like, what? <laughs> um, some Mountie on this other show. No, 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 no. Yeah, so, Haven't heard of um, it. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I mean, you know, be forewarned um, if you do watch it eventually. Um, but basically after Jack from Wayne Calls the Heart died, I was like, I need something else to watch that's happy. I have like, I, I need, I need something. And so I had seen the hashtag postables uh-huh. pop up on my Twitter because they're a force. And yes. I'm like, all right, I guess like I, should I watch this? And then I tweeted that like, should I watch Science Seal delivered? And then all the postables just came out of nowhere and they're like, you should watch it. It's the best thing ever. Um, I binged the first season in like two days. Nice. Um, yeah. So it was like a gigantic nine hour movie um, for me. Right. It was great. I That's what you do when you have two small children who won't leave you alone mm. and you got to put them to bed and need some alone time. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, no, feel well. that. Feel that. No doubt about it. Yeah. So that's when I discovered it. I discovered it in 20, I think it's 2018. Okay. I discovered Sign Sealed. So Kristen told us, we had Kristen Booth on. We've had Eric Mabins mm-hmm. on. We've not had Martha Williamson on. We've not had uh, Crystal or Jeffrey on, but we've we've had those two on. But Kristen basically intimated to us that at the end of season one, they were going to choose either Sign Sealed Delivered or Wind Calls the Heart, and they chose Wind Calls the Heart and not Sign Sealed Delivered. Like, how angry does that make you? <laughs> Oh boy. (laughs) Oh boy. Um, (laughs) I mean, looking back, 
I, yeah, that's like really you chose like yeah. what? Yeah, I and I'm I'm saying some fighting words right now because I have kept up. Well, I did keep up with one calls the heart until very recently, and so um, I know these are fighting words. So uh, yeah, heart, uh, I mean it is what it is. So yeah, what are but you, you what? know I no, I one. think I think they made a good decision to make it movies though. Like I know they didn't know it was going to be they were going to go forward with the movies, but the movies are definitely that's where the meat and potatoes are well, well that's, that's what, what we everyone keep says yeah, that's, that's what right that's what we keep hearing so what um, uh wait what finally made you stop with the one calls the heart can we get into this was it was it jack dying no she said she's been she kept up with it until recently no i mean uh, yeah, yeah, there's 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 just a lot of drama in the hardy's world this is all i'm gonna this is all i'm gonna say no that's 100 yeah. percent fair the the postables are They're the unreal. nicest people in the world oh my gosh and the hardy's are like just mad all, about everything <laughs> about and, everything yeah. and we review both of them but after the first uh signs still delivered and i basically panned it i basically was like hey this was disappointing uh on a number of fronts and it got bad. I think there's been a few episodes that I've, I've actually liked, but the the first one, and then the postables online were like, it's okay, Dan, you'll come around. Like, they're just like all like sunshine and rainbow. The Hardys send hate mail. Yeah, it's they just, do. The Hardys, the Hardys don't like it at brutal. all. That's brutal out there. Yeah. Yeah, no, the the postables are just like, come on you know, to our little family, like whatever <laughs> it takes. That's right. Uh, and deliver me a podcast. How did that project start? And is it? I I'm, forgive me for not knowing, but I, you you went through the whole series. We yes, we did. So um, so part of so part as part of the Hallmarkies podcast, Cami yes. uh, Clements, Jessica Bossy, and I started deliver me a podcast because in I believe it was 2019. Um, so let me back up. So 2018, they air to the altar. Everybody thinks that that's the end, right? Yeah. The postables are like they're campaigning. Like we want more signed sealed. We want more signed sealed. 2019 TCAs come out. They announced that there's going to be a new signed sealed delivered movie. And so at that time, um, like towards the end of 2019 into the beginning of 2020, I pitched to Rachel. I was like, we got to do some Sign Seal Delivered podcast because it's never been recapped before. The Postables are craving something until we get to, you know, this new movie. Um, you know, you know, so the three of us, just Cammy and I started Deliver Me a Podcast. Um, it was our first episode launched on March 15th of 2020. So like right before, like <laughs> wow. right as the world was shutting down. I know down. that date. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, that was the yep. date they closed schools in South yeah. Carolina. That's that's crazy. Yeah. We had actually batch recorded a ton of our episodes, um, but that was the day we decided to launch, and we were like, oh, you know what? It's kind of like perfect timing because everybody's going to be home. Maybe people will want to come talk to us. Maybe we could score like Kristen. Yeah. <laughs> so, Love yeah. It. Fantastic. Well, listen to this, listen to that, listen to everything. Yeah, There's all, all sorts Check of great out. stuff out there. Uh, today we are talking about uh, Something Good. Something Good. Which is season one, episode seven, I believe. Is that right? Um, and it originally aired on June 1st, 2014. 2014! 
Hello there. Hi, Rippy. How's it going, bro? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm all right. How about you? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I'm just trying to do a show. I'm trying to do a show, too. What it's you... my job to come in and say 2014. I understand that it's your job to come in here and say 2014, but the last few weeks, we've been a little bit rude to Brand. I have not been any You've been thing. very rude I to I have me. asked a simple question. Is, what? I need a wet nap, and you have a stack, and you refuse to share... I do not have a stack. You are not a Sharon Sammy. I do, I do not have a stack. You if I had a stack, have a stack, if I had a stack, it. you don't share it. If I had a stack, share your stack of naps. You got naps. I got what naps? Yeah. That's from a listener. They mailed in wet naps for They're you, Rippy. Nice. They're kind. They're very kind. That's what I need is a wet nap. You know, want a little something like this. The episode kicks off with a uh, band recording in a recording studio. Some kid named Billy is there and is like, hey, guys, I play music. So they invite him to play it. They jam. They love it. The lead singer decides to help him out by writing a note on a CD of the song they just recorded and tells him to mail it to her manager. And she'll make sure that he gets a crack at the business. Uh, There's a girl in the studio looking on with, like, jealous eyes or something. I don't know. I don't know what her deal is. But basically, she's told to put stamps on the envelope, and and then they'll take care of the rest. Uh, we're back at the good old DOL, and they're all chummy. DLO. What'd I say? DOL. The dead office <laughs> letters. That's what you said. Shove off. Just be better. They're letters. <laughs> they're, they are. Your reading is DOA. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Got them. They're all chummy about the word fun, which this is not, Dan, by the way. Uh, classic DLO. Oliver points out that it's time to get working on some stuff that is uh, like unattached items. It's the unattached items bin. It's full of stuff that's fallen out of packages, such as a CD. They listen to it, and they don't recognize anything from it, so Oliver suggests that they take, uh, take it to search. Uh, who is just uh, a Norm uh, Norman's cousin, I think, or something? He's the pawn shop king. That's what they call him. Yeah. Uh, he immediately says, "Oh, I know this uh, background singer. That's Linda Hawkins on uh, the background Volks, the backing Vox, if you will." Uh, so Shane is able to call Linda, tracks her number down in ways we don't know, and uh, she's like, "Yeah, I remember that. It was like a year ago. I don't remember the guy's name." Uh, but uh, it was definitely a love song, I'll tell you that much. Rita is doing a photo shoot as the winner of the Miss Special Delivery pageant. Uh, apparently, you, you do that when you win. Uh, it's the, the photo shoot is a project of uh, an old friend of Shane's. Her name's Rebecca. She's in town. She is so happy to see Shane, I tell you what. Uh, Shane talks, uh, they go out for lunch, and uh, Shane starts talking about Oliver and, you know, how silly he is, quirky. Gives the whole rundown now. This uh, Then all, you know, you see Oliver's right over there in the corner listening the whole thing. Doesn't know, should I get up and leave? I don't know. So he's just listening to the whole thing. It's all sorts of awkward, but it's clear that, you know, she's kind of, she doesn't want to say she's into him, but she's definitely into him. Uh, Norman and Rita head to the studio. They figure out what studio it is because uh, what's-her-name told them. So they uh, go in, and they meet Jennifer, who's the girl from the beginning, and she immediately recognizes the CD. Um, it was like, oh, yeah, that was uh, Billy. Billy did that. Um, Billy, he'd been working there basically for studio time and, you know, whatnot. And he left that night on his little vintage motorcycle never came back not even for his guitar found that to be very weird 
Uh, back at the DLO, uh, they're looking up vintage motorcycle owners. I guess that's a thing you could look up with the word with the name Billy attached to it, and they find it. Billy. Billy with a weird last name, uh, and they look up the name and they find out that there was a uh, a crash, and that he's still in the hospital. So they head over to the hospital and they find Billy. He's like super confused about everything, and they're like, "Is this your CD?" And he's like, "I don't know." His sister explains that uh, he had a uh, brain injury from the accident, and he doesn't. He lost his memory. Still trying to get that back. Um, and so they try to like play the song and he's like, I don't know who that is. Stop it. Um, Shane is, uh, like, I, I can know who this song's about. It's about Jennifer, the recording studio girl. So she goes to talk to her and they find out a little bit more about how, uh, they did like each other and they almost kissed earlier that day. And then he came back, uh, he was going to go to this party with the band. He came back. He was like, I want you to come. And um, she's like, no, you need to go. This is your big chance. And so he goes and, you know, never, never heard from her again. And she had no idea that he was in a car crash, this whole thing. And so she goes to visit him in the hospital and brings him his guitar. And he starts playing the guitar and he remembers the song. And uh, and he's and he's like, do you want me to uh, keep playing it? And she and they're like, yeah, let's do that. And then they end up kissing. What? And as they're playing, you know, Shane and Oliver are kind of looking at each other, and you know, that's great. And so as they're having their moment, he's continuing to sing. They walk off into the sunset, not really, but kind of. And that, my friends, was signed, sealed, delivered, something good. That's we exactly right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back to break this episode down here on Deck the Hallmark. We're back, everybody. We are talking mm. Science Seal Delivered Something Good. Very excited to break this episode down. Uh, we have four segments to do, three segments actually on this one, to do that. And uh, we're going to start with Casey. Casey, we're going to start with the hot take. What? Do you think of this episode? Okay, so like I said, I binged this the first time, right? So I'm watching it as a full movie. I'm invested in the Shane and Oliver relationship. Mm -hmm. So like yep. originally when I watched it, I was like, okay, this is great. Yay. You know, I'm like in the honeymoon stage. Um, I will say re-watching it, and I've I have rewatched these multiple times. Um, but re-watching it as a separate episode. I can't say it's like my favorite one. There were just a lot of questions that I'm sure we'll get into. Um, and I know that this episode, it's just, it it's like a stepping stone episode for the next ones to follow. Um, so it was kind of like, it was fine. It was fine. No, that's fine. fair. Yeah. Um, that would have been a panda take. That would have been. That's a great that's panda a, take. As someone filling in for panda. That was an excellent panda Pinch take. hitting, or as some would say pitch hitting. You, like, that is exactly what panda, I think, would have said. It was excellent. It was excellent. Yeah, it was a really good job. I uh, I love this episode. I, I I had a lot of fun. Now, I like music. Yeah. I like songwriting. You're a and, sucker for that uh, guitar. I, I am. I like when people, I, I shouldn't say that. I was going to say I like when people lose their memory. That's not what I mean. What? But as like a, uh, I like it in, in shows and movies and stuff. Um, and so it all, it all, all of it worked. And now I agree. There wasn't a lot of forward, uh, I don't know. I guess Shane talking to her friends and Oliver listening on. 
that was some sort of forward motion, but it does feel like we're still just like, remember when we danced? Uh, so I, I'm excited. <laughs> a lot of dance talk. <laughs> lot of dance talk. We've stretched out dance talk for like six hours yeah, now, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. Lots, yeah. Of dance Lots of dance talk. But as far as the, uh, the, the mystery of the week, if you will, I like this, this storyline. And so it works for me. Dan? Yeah, I think this may be my least favorite. I, I, well, here's my thing is I'm starting to get the feeling that you, when it comes to Signs of Delivered, the, the good episodes, either the Shane and Oliver stuff is really good or the, story, the letter is really good. And the great episodes, they're both really good. And then you have this episode where neither is good. Um, right. And right. I, I just, it didn't do much for me. That I don't have a lot of wait what's per se, but the just the premise of, you know, my other least favorite one is the Grayson Holtz I built this house for you for 20 years, but never checked to see if this letter was delivered asking for you to come back. That is maybe still my least favorite, but that one is at least built on a love that like lasted for years and years. This is, these are two people who are, um, you know, madly in love, but don't know each other's surnames. <laughs> like they don't even know anyone's last name. Like, I just didn't find anything to really gravitate to or grab hold of here. Unfortunately, back-to-back -back weeks were underwhelmed, to say the least. Um, I, I am holding out hope because we had two episodes that I would stand by as television I would watch again, which is more than anything I've seen on Hallmark. So I'm holding out hope. Everybody says that a good one's coming up, something about the dark of night, I believe, or something like that. They say that one's really great. And then the movies are right around the corner, but this did not do it for me. It's a thumbs down, unfortunately. Let's talk about feels. What gave us feels when we were watching this? Casey? Okay, so <laughs> not a lot of, there weren't a lot of feels in this one, unfortunately. Um, and like you all had said, there had been two that gave a lot of feel. So for me rewatching, it's kind of like you're on a roller coaster. Like we were up really high and then we went kind of down. And I think this one is definitely the one where you're starting to come back up. Cause I will be honest. I like this one way more than I like the Grayson Holt, Amelia Ullerup one. That is my, that's my least favorite one. Shh, <laughs> quiet. Um, you know, that's, you know, we'll just leave that between the three of us. But uh, <laughs> um, feels there is one specific moment, though, that I did get all the feels. And that is the moment when Shane and Oliver's eyes meet when Billy is singing that song to Jennifer at the end. <laughs> and like those two people like mm. Kristen and Eric. When they're when they have chemistry, I mean, it is explosive, even with them not even saying anything. And this is this is just the beginning. I mean, this is the beginning of it. So <laughs> those are my feels. It's just the beginning. Of it's just it. the beginning. They, the the postables call him Sholiver. Is that accurate? Yes, Sholiver? that that is very accurate. Mm. Yes. Sholiver. Mm. And Norita, in case you were wondering from yeah, last I had, week. I had one too many Noritas last night. Yeah, me too. <laughs> on the rocks. <laughs> um, man, I, I, you know, maybe I was just, I don't know. When, when he starts singing, when he gets the guitar and he starts singing, it worked real good for me. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Did I tear up a little bit? Maybe. I don't know. Good maybe. Lord. I love music, Dan. <laughs> so shove off. <laughs> I will say there is something about a musician reconnecting with music 
after whether it's an injury or if it's like a long time and just being able to see that person just kind of pick up where they left off and i mean obviously for this you kind of have to suspend your disbelief a bit but but like but there but there is there are some feels in there like i i would agree with you there thank you I, I did have feels, um, and Norman gets my feels. They say that this dude uh, doesn't know who Barry Manilow is, and the look that Norman gives made me laugh out loud. Like, that was like his personal hero. Like, Norman gives this very brief look that, like, you did, you, you, what? You don't know who Barry Manilow is? Like, and I loved it. It's That's this funny. little character quirk that I found to be just perfect timing by him. Yeah. Um, that he was that, like that made his ears perk up. Like, wait a minute, somebody doesn't know the genius that is Barry Manilow? We gotta fix That's this right funny. now. That's funny, I didn't even yeah. notice that. No, 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 go back and check it out. It's it's great, it's Dude. fantastic. You always, you, you always, the nuance with you. Yeah. No, 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 it's this guy singing. <laughs> Let's t- shove off. It was. It gave me feels, and I needed to back would, off. Would you like that song? Would you listen to that song again? We'll get to that in the next segment. <laughs> Deck the whole I knew it. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking about Sign Sealed Delivered. Very excited. Uh, let's get to the Wait What Smart Show. We talk about what in this episode made us go, Wait What? Casey, what stood out to you? <laughs> what didn't stand out to me? Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, there, here, here, here are my issues with this episode. I mean, if I'm going to really nitpick, um, first of all, if I had a crush on a guy, it didn't matter how mad I would be at them because they left me in the dust. I would search them out. I would go, mm-hmm. what the heck happened? Why Bingo. did you ghost me? Why did you leave my, this, your guitar, this, this instrument that is very precious to you. Like, forget me. Like, what about the guitar? Like, I, I what? That, that was no, one of my biggest ways. That like, is like a monumental Casey. You're so right. Like, this guitar he tells this story about this woman who either is madly in love with him or doesn't know his actual name or both of those in this case has decided that nah he just doesn't like me that way and so he didn't come over come back for his like most prized possession like you'd be fine in this guy like just to give him his guitar back how could you not you can right. it's a no-brainer yes <laughs> Yes, everyone is correct here. <laughs> I do have another wait what too. And the other wait what? Um, he was never discharged from the hospital. And that is something that's always really kind of bothered me when Shane says, you know, he never left. I'm like, oh my goodness, is he in a coma? Is he like almost dying but there is this perfectly you know good and well human being standing there he just has amnesia which is a whole other thing like i, I really can't st- i really have problems with amnesia things just in general like on tv it's just i don't know um i don't know if you but- heard but brand loves it when people lose their memory <laughs> big fan big fan i just i i can't i yeah, mean no. it, i feel like it did work in a sense with the music and like it coming back again, suspending the disbelief, but he wasn't discharged from the hospital. Like he wasn't even in rehab. So that was my other <laughs> well, one. You got to play chess somewhere. So might as well, just, might as well just stay in the hospital. Um, I am somebody who, uh, I like to seek out, uh, music and like 
when I, I when I feel like there's like a next up and coming, I'm like, Dan, you got to check this out. Like I discovered uh, Lord. I feel like you uh, did Royals. I you played like, me the song Royals six months before it was on on the radio. You did. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't be know if that's something to brag about, but uh, I'm helping you. I'm here yeah, for you, buddy. It was a jam. I would not be showing you this song, Dan. And I don't know why everybody is freaking out about this song. I don't know why everyone's freaking out about this song. It's just not. It's, it's not a great song. It's not a like great song. Two songs being played at the same time over each other. It's just not a great song. I don't know why everyone's freaking out about this song. It's not a great song. He's not really all that like impressive as a vocalist. I don't know what. I just feel like if you were going to do that bit where like this is the next up and coming, do both of those things really well. Get a banger of a song and one heck of a vocalist, but they didn't do either they didn't of do those either two things, which is a weird bit. I, I also love the fact that this guy, uh, he's going, he's going to do a uh, U-turn, gets hit by a car. His envelope goes flying in the rain. There's two people walking down the street. They're like, <laughs> what? This is And mine. so... They, this is how I imagine, this is how I, they go over to check on him, and one of them goes, look at that envelope on the ground. Should we mail mail it? it? And they go, yeah, let's mail this guy's mail. That's right. Someone mailed his mail. Somebody mailed it. Someone mailed his mail. It's just sitting in the middle of the street, and somebody's like, this has got to get to a mailbox. Got to. After that that accident, someone went up and said, he'd want... He'd want this to be. Yeah. There's one thing I know about this guy. He'd want it to be mailed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know much, but I know that. Yeah, I found that to be great. Is that U-turn right outside of the studio? Yeah, right outside of it. How does she not hear this? How does she, like, you hear screeching of brakes, horns. There's got to be police that show up with sirens. She just is, like, locked up in that studio all night and just doesn't ever notice that there was a massive car accident and a T-bone just right outside there. It was soundproof and she was drowning her (laughs) sorrows in the Chinese, like the cold Chinese food. Clearly, (laughs) clearly that's what happened there. Um, I just want to get this straight. This guy rolls in. He does some work around the office. This Linda Harris or whatever her name is, Linda Harper is a big deal. He's playing backup keys and somehow he gets from backup keys to, singing a song on I don't on think tape. he was doing keys I think he was just sitting at the piano like watching them play she but basically but either way they record this track in one take where she sings the backup vocals and she's like it's a hit well one Linda how did you know the words you didn't even know this guy before you walked in two you now all of a sudden you're 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 a kingmaker you're you're like you heard him once and knew every harmony perfectly well that's how you know it's a good it's a good song that's if how you, you can sing along immediately it's a good song yeah. dan look i am here for suspension of disbelief with this show i am when oliver and shane get in people's personal business and they overstep their boundaries and they sit around during conversations they have no business being a part of i am like totally fine with it because i love these two and i know that they'll take it seriously and they'll do the right thing all the time you have to really suspend disbelief for Oliver to be sitting where he is and to hear the conversation that he hears Shane and her friend having. How loud are they talking at lunchtime in a bar? For him to be what amounts to be 10 to 15 feet away, back turned, yeah, her back can't turned. Can't read the lips. And she's like, I mean, this guy, and he's got a <laughs> wife, and he, like, 
What, how, or did you get, him a, get him a megaphone, how about? <laughs> just give her one of those bullhorns so to make sure that he can hear it. I, I just, I, you would not hear that. You'd hear like little pieces of it. To, that, to that point, Oliver brings up this point. Like what I, he tells Rebecca or whatever her name is, it was rude of me to, be sit, to sit here and listen in. No. But it would have been equally rude of me to stand up and say, hey, I w- I'm here, I gotta go. Now, I think it's less rude <laughs> when you realize someone's talking about you to stand up and be like, hey. Hey, I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm going to walk out so you can finish Also, just or just speak in a normal tone. Like, I would yeah. not be able to hear you if you just used your inside voice. That's all it would take. Yeah. And you would not, we wouldn't have this problem anymore. It's not equally rude, though. Yeah, that's fair. That's that all it? I got. Great. I mean, yeah. girls do talk. Though. They, they do. do talk. Yeah, girls, girls talk, do and talk. they should. Girls talk. They should. And they were very squealy, so they could have been within earshot. Yeah. I, I, I personally thought they were a little closer. I, I'm just saying, but. if they were in earshot of him, they were in earshot of half a dozen other people who heard the all of those conversations. Yeah, but that, none of those people are Oliver at the post office restaurant where they all probably know who Oliver is because he's been. Yeah, there she. They should. She should not have been taking that conversation to the post office bar or whatever it is. That's fair. That's fair. If you don't want to be talking about Oliver in front of all of his peers, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, we did it. We did it. Congratulations. Fantastic. Do we have a post stole worker of the week? We have an actual postal worker. Of what do you the mean week. when you say that? We have an actual. An, uh, I tell you what, we have a listener submission. Oh, okay. We have a listener. So we didn't have submission. to do the research on this one. We didn't do any research on this one. That's good. Are you ready? I'm ready. Is this serious? This is serious. <sighs> Are you ready for a serious? Like, this is signed so delivered. You're going to have some heartstrings, I think. Am I going to cry? Talk to I don't know. I didn't read uh, this email, nor did I read Sarah Corkulis's email about Baby Yoda, which turned out to be a That's riot. Right. So right. I don't know well, what we're going to do. Hopefully this is a riot. This is from Holly Fight. Yeah, Hi, Holly. Fight. Hi, Holly. Um, uh, hey, boys. I don't know if you hey, saw Holly. my original post, but after the very first SSD episode, I posted in the group about my nomination for a real-life postal worker of the I week. I did not see that, Holly. It's my dad, Dave Sinziger. Dave Sinziger. Sinsinger. Sinsinger. Yes. Um... Could be Sin Singer. I don't know. Sin Singer. Dave. We'll go Dave Singer. We'll go Dave. Dave. My dad worked for the USPS for forty years. He's a second generation postal worker. As my grandfather also worked for the USPS. Legend. My dad was a star athlete in high school and was even offered a basketball scholarship. He chose not to go to college and then was drafted in the Vietnam War. Oh anyway. my gosh. He started working for USPS upon returning from Vietnam. A few highlights, if you will, from his career include while filling in for a a carrier who delivered in an industrial park, he was set up on a date with a woman by her coworkers. That woman was, is my mother. And in two months, they will celebrate their 52nd wedding anniversary. I remember him leaving for work in the early evening one Christmas when I was pretty young. He was not happy about that. This was, that was during a time he worked at a huge facility that was a bit of a drive away. He hated it and worked with some rough characters there. I remember him talking about these people and how they had noticed something different with him. They specifically pointed out how he didn't curse. Wow. He told them it wasn't because he didn't know the words. He just chose not to use them. I think he may even have gotten to share a little about his faith. About the, ma- the majority of my childhood and, and until he retired, he worked 3 a.m. to 1 p.m. and was the postmaster of a small one-man office about five minutes from our house, the lower uh, Gwynedd Post Office. In 1992, Bram, were you born yet? Yes, he probably was. You were born in January there. When I was in fourth grade, uh, he and a customer were held at gunpoint as the office was robbed. He was was robbing the postal office. He was handcuffed, and the guys demanded he tell him how to open all the safes. 
That was a very scary day, and as I was hanging at a neighbor's house, wondering why he wasn't picking me up, from a, uh, from a scary to a fond memory, he and my mom used to answer all the letters to Santa that kids dropped off at Lower Gwinnett. Uh, he retired in 2009, the year after I got married. All this to say, I'm proud to call him my father. He may not have made it to the NBA, and he didn't become a doctor or a lawyer, but he has worked hard his whole life to provide for his family and taught me the value of hard work. And this is why I'd like to nominate him for Postal Worker of the Week. Yeah. Fight. Yeah. That is unbelievable. My now goodness. Now that is all the feels That's right there. Right? Man. It's no bricks dancing, but uh It isn't, but Dave Sinzinger, come on, man. man. Dave, congrats on a life well lived and just being what sounds like the coolest person alive. So the coolest. I mean, 100%. fantastic, Dave. Nicely done. You can email us at hello detect the hallmark if you know any postal workers. That's right. Uh, let us know. Uh Casey, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for pitch hitting. Uh it meant a lot to us. Tell everybody about how they can uh check out the stuff that you're doing with the Hallmarkies network. Yes. Thanks so much for having me. It was a lot of fun to chat. Sign still delivered. Yeah. So um you can find us on Hallmarkies Podcast. Um you can find Deliver Me Podcast on at deliver me a pod on Twitter and deliver me a podcast on Instagram. We are not currently recapping anything right now. We've already recapped all of the episodes, all of the movies. We've done multiple interviews with all of the, all of the cast um, side characters. Um, we even had Martha. Um, so go check it out. And we'll also be at Rama, Rama drama in June with the postables. So nice. um, yes, are you doing it? Are you, you doing it. something with them? Are you allowed to talk we, about it? Uh, yeah, um, we are. We are doing some segments with the uh, cast and the fans. Fantastic. Games. Yes. It'll be great. Love it. So Love join us. That. We just might do that. Casey, thank you so much for coming. Everybody else, thanks for listening. Hope you have a great week. And until next time, may we be the first to wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast. It's presented by Philo TV. It's produced by Brandon Gray and recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. Set decor is by Plum at Haywood Mall. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on Bramble Jam Podcast Network, you can go to bramblejampodcast.com. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here at the studio. Feel free to listen. Feel free to turn it off, whatever you want to. But either way, Thanks so much for your support.